Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do with Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting fam. This is Sammy and Michelle. And you're listening to the 37th episode of Status Post Adulting, where we are talking about capsule wardrobe. But first, let me check in with my co-host, Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm good, Sammy. I'm especially excited because we had our first meet and greet. Yes, Michelle. And by meet and greet, she means my mom's work party. But many of the people there are fans of the podcast, which was really exciting because a lot of people were telling us about how they like the podcast and telling us specific changes that they've made after listening to the podcast. So it was just huge to see that people are actually being impacted by the podcast. I feel the same way, Sammy. We rarely get to hear so much feedback from so many different people. And so that was really, really cool and really speaks to the power of first our mother (laughs) as our marketer, Mm -hmm. but also we want to really thank so many of you. So many people have told us that they have referred status post-adulting to their friends. People are listening to it on their walks, before they go to sleep, when they get LASIK eye surgery. So (laughs) we love that. And honestly, the best way for us to grow, if you are enjoying this podcast, and if you think other people would enjoy it as well, is for you to tell your friends. So tell your friends, tag us if you tell somebody, let us know how you feel about different episodes. We love hearing from you. And we were so excited to have the opportunity to have our fake little meet and greet at this picnic. And we'd also like to give a special shout out to Kathy and Odette because it is their birthday. Happy birthday, friends. Happy birthday, Kathy and Odette. And speaking of wonderful feedback, many listeners after our previous minimalist episode told us that they want to hear more about the capsule wardrobe. Yes, Amy, we mentioned it randomly in some episode recently, but many people have brought it up and even suggested doing an episode on it. So we really wanted to dig a little bit deeper on what is a capsule wardrobe and how different people can take advantage of it. Exactly, Michelle. One of the key things about the capsule wardrobe is that it really limits the number of clothes that you have and it makes those clothes more functional. With that said, Michelle and I, we weren't always capsule wardrobe people. I definitely still struggle today, Sammy. In fact, at one point, we were the type of people who tried to get as many clothes as possible. More clothes, more life joy. Yeah, we definitely overcompensated for lack of fashion with quantity and the sales rack. Exactly. Growing up, We used to go to stores like Nordstrom Rack with our mom, and it would be an all-day event where all of us are digging through the racks, trying to find the deals. The goal was really to score the best deals possible, like five shirts for 15 cents. It was definitely more about quantity than quality. It's funny because while you're searching through those racks, you'll find a nice-fitting pair of black slacks 
but those will always be full price. But the unusually patterned or the red ones or the paisley ones, those will be on sale. And so we had a very colorful but clashing closet. Not to mention, Sammy, after we were done, we'd have to go through our mom's whole song and dance Mm -hmm. at the cash register. As we said before, getting the deals was really a high point of this whole thing. So our mom would always have a coupon or at least claim to have a coupon. And she would tell the person, the clerk, the poor clerk. Then she'd start digging through her bag, looking for the coupon. You might be thinking, oh, why is that so bad? And our mother has a special technique she has, which is called looking for my coupon until you give me a discount, (laughs) which is a very anxiety producing pony show where she digs in her bag and she's like, oh, I have a coupon. Digs, 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 keep on digging until eventually the poor cashier gets so tired that they're like, oh. I'll just give you this 10% thing, whatever is going on. And she'd be like, right, right, right. That's the one that I got. And then we would be finally put out of our misery. Yes, Michelle. And you might think, well, now that all the coupons are online, how does she get away with it? Well, she's just scrolling through her email over and over again. And after a few minutes, the clerk is always like, "Mm, I'll just give you the October special. I will say I think they've caught on because a lot of times these days I think they get more frustrated than willing to give in. In fact, when I worked in retail, I was like, oh, I know your games, people. (laughs) There's no coupon. Move along. Anyways, Michelle, this is how we ended up with a lot of clothes that don't match each other. I remember during that time, I would look through my closet and it would be so difficult to find clothes because... All of them were like slightly uncomfortable and didn't match each other. And it was just overall very taxing for something that should be quite simple. There's a word for that now, Sammy. Decision fatigue. Yes. I was getting decision fatigue from looking at clothes. And that is why when I found out about the capsule wardrobe, my life was literally changed. The whole purpose of the capsule wardrobe is that All of your clothes go together, and it's very easy to put together outfits. Absolutely, Sammy. The capsule wardrobe actually goes back quite a while. It looks like it was coined in American vernacular around the 1930s, 1940s, and has come back now and then in different ways. But the basic idea between the foundation of the capsule wardrobe is that you have a certain amount of clothing that you can wear interchangeably that stays in style over a long period of time. Basically, a stable and reliable wardrobe. Exactly, Michelle. There are four basic things to think about when you are putting a capsule wardrobe together. And the first thing is color, or maybe I should say lack of color. With the capsule wardrobe, first you choose a handful of base colors. For example, for me, I have black, white, Heather gray, and I also consider olive green a base color. Those are like the colors of my pants or my bottoms. A lot of my shirts are that color. Maybe jackets are oftentimes that color. It makes it really easy for me to grab clothes and put them together because I don't have like a brown or navy that's always competing with the black or something like that. I have the same thing, same neutral colors over and over again. Right, Sammy. Essentially, you're choosing a couple neutral colors to use as your base. Yes, and I wouldn't really go over more than four base colors. 
And then next, you have the accent colors. These are the fun colors. They're the spruce. They add the vibrance to your wardrobe. For me, I have a yellow and light pink as my accent colors. I actually oftentimes don't wear these colors, but if I'm ever feeling like I want to add some spruce, I'll throw on my yellow shirt or my light pink shirt. Definitely, Sammy. Your accent colors are colors that go with your base colors and can be mixed in, but also colors that are particularly flattering for you. They match your complexion. You like them. For me, my accent colors are a lot of autumn colors. So forest green, yellows, burnt orange. Those are colors that I really like and I think look really good on me, but also matches with my pants and leggings and and my base items. That's right, Michelle. And then the next thing to consider is fit. Because in the capsule wardrobe, you're naturally going to have less clothing items, you can be more picky about the clothing items that you do keep. You want to make sure they're clothes that feel comfortable and that fit well. You don't want those jeans that have that weird crotch issue that's always scratching your thighs or those shirts that are oddly tight or snug in the wrong areas. And it may even be worth tailoring some of your clothes because overall you're not going to be spending a ton on your wardrobe because it's meant to be a wardrobe that only has a few pieces and lasts for a long time. So it's worth it to actually try to choose things that you really like and that really fit you well. I will say, Sammy, as someone with short legs, it was definitely a game changer for me when I finally started to tailor my jeans because I could buy a pretty good pair of jeans and then tailor the legs so that it was a nice fit. That's so true, Michelle. And for me, I noticed that I am quick to take clothes back to the store if I notice quickly that they're not fitting right because I know that I'm only going to keep it if it's something that I know I will 100% wear. I will say, Zami, I think this is also a good place to mention between fit and color, a lot of that is about knowing what looks good on you and what of your clothing items that you actually like. A lot of people before building out their capsule wardrobe or thinking about moving towards a capsule wardrobe will actually look at their closet and either do a little bit of a KonMari method and say, do these items bring me joy? They'll flip their hangers over. I don't actually know one who does that, but people suggest it all the time. They'll have their clothes face one way and then flip their hangers if they actually wear them. You can look at the clothes that you're washing every week versus the ones that never get worn. Take stock and think, okay, I love my Red Wing sweatshirt, but I literally never wear red. And I don't particularly like this color, so maybe I need to admit that I don't want to buy red clothes. Without a doubt, Michelle. For me, a big thing was admitting that I often wear athleisure clothes. Yes, I want to look like Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City, but the person I really am is the type of person who wears comfortable pants, either leggings or sweatpants, and comfortable shirts with sweatshirts or zip-up jackets. For me, it really just gave me permission to like get nice versions of that, and then I literally just wear them all the time. Not to mention, I don't know what income bracket Carrie Bradshaw is in. (laughs) The starving artist who spends all her money on clothes. (laughs) But uh, it's not affordable for us. Yes, we are on a path to financial independence, people. And also, we don't care about fashion nearly as much as she does. Or did. Or does? I think they have a new TV show coming out. (gasps) She did care too much. Hopefully, in this new season, she gave up on materialism. Yes, there's actually a new fun version of Sex and the City (laughs) where all her clothes are black and she saves her money. (laughs) 
All of them retire together. Moving on, moving on. After fit, the next important thing to know about the capsule wardrobe is that pretty much all of the items are going to be staples. They're going to be the type of clothes that you wear almost every day, like pants, t-shirts, sweaters, any type of light jacket that you might wear, things that are always in style and always necessary. Maybe the super ruffly shirt or the wide leg pant. Those kind of things are usually taken out unless that's a staple for you. Additionally, Sammy, you can choose whether or not certain things like dresses, suits, other event-specific items fall under your capsule wardrobe or not because a lot of times you might wear those individually and it doesn't necessarily mix in with your normal wardrobe. That's true, Michelle. And the last point is that everything in your capsule wardrobe goes together. This is probably the most amazing thing about the capsule wardrobe. You are getting ready. You pick whatever pair of pants you feel comfortable wearing that day. You pick a top to go with it. You notice it's cold. Maybe you grab a jacket. All of these things match each other. No matter the temperature, no matter the climate, if it's raining, everything matches and it's just really easy to dress yourself. We've mentioned it before, Sammy, but at one point, Mark Zuckerberg was notorious for wearing the same gray shirt every day. Steve Jobs was notorious for wearing the same black turtleneck every day. And a lot of the justification for that was to remove the decision fatigue. They didn't want to spend their time and energy thinking about what clothes they're going to wear that day. They wanted to limit the amount of decisions they were making. Steve Jobs' black turtleneck was so iconic to him that even Elizabeth Holmes of Theranos was copying it because she wanted to become the next Steve Jobs. Didn't end well for her, TBD, but still iconic. Though I am curious to know if she had like stylish black turtlenecks or like she also just wore like the same one every day. From what I saw, it looked almost exactly like Steve Jobs' black turtleneck. <laughs> She's single white female like Steve Jobs. Nobody <laughs> at that point was concerned. <laughs> And the great thing about the capsule wardrobe is it also makes shopping easier. Michelle and I went to the outlet stores this weekend, and we were at the Athleta Outlet. It's a huge store filled with lots of colors, and you would not believe how easy it was for me to shop because I could go to each rack, pick out the few items which were a neutral color, see if I would actually wear those or not, and then move on. And it was amazing how few neutral item clothing were in this store. It was almost comical because it really demonstrated that obviously the neutrals get picked up and bought more easily. And then all these hyper colorful clothes end up in this super colorful outlet store where they are trying to be sold. Yes, Sammy, it was a really good mini look at marketing and how these stores have to have new, popular, trendy, red tie-dye, blue tie-dye, whatever tie-dye was in fashion last year, new trendy outfits every single year, and then they quickly push them out because they want to invent something else that you need to buy. And Michelle, you bring up a great point here because I think especially as women, we are targeted to quote-unquote be fashionable. It's like the capitalist culture wants women buying clothes and trying to look cute and it's funny because if you go to the men's section this is changing now but if you go to the men's section it's like all basics they're mostly in neutral colors and they're usually full price and it's not that complicated 
But if you go to the women's section, it's all this eccentric clothing with sales, and that's how they want us to spend our lives. Sure, some people really like fashion, but for most of us, we just want to easily get dressed and move on with our day. Agreed, Sammy. And they are coming for you, men. Starts with the fun socks, then it comes to <laughs> the different belts. Next thing you know, your trousers have pink flamingos on them. They're coming for you too. It's true. It's true. They are trying to work their way into the male space as well. For that reason, something about having a capsule wardrobe just makes you feel like, f- you consumerism. I'm not going to fall into your trap. I am not going to be the consumer in a capitalist culture. I am going to be the producer. Love the passion, Sammy. <laughs> Hate to tell you that I'm pretty sure they're targeting Gen Z now, but your old little self <laughs> is definitely sticking it to the man. I guess I've given up on my people. So takeaways for this episode. When it comes to building your capsule wardrobe, the key is to focus on color, a base color, an accent color, fit, finding staple items, and putting together a closet where you can basically close your eyes and pull out different items as needed and be able to put together a matching outfit. Is it going to be perfect? Maybe, maybe not. For example, I really don't like the color blue. I don't enjoy wearing navy blue. And yet, because my company used to have that as one of their colors, blue and orange, I have so many tech t-shirts that are blue. And they're really soft, so I don't want to get rid of them, but they literally don't match anything. But what can you do? It's true, Michelle. It's not about being perfect, but it is about simplifying your life. And speaking of simple techniques that are life-changing. Yes, Sammy? That brings us to our content corner for this week. Ooh, yes. And Sammy, we do have to credit our mom for this one because she was really excited after listening to this podcast and then you got excited about it. And a few days later, I finally also decided to take a listen because I felt left out, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yes. And this is an episode of the Stacking Benjamin podcast where they brought on a guest, Mel Robbins. She talked about the simple tool, which is high-fiving herself in the mirror. You'll really have to listen to the podcast too fully understand this. I don't know, Sam, spoiler alert. (laughs) Major spoiler alert. (laughs) She talks about this tool, and she also talks about a previous tool that she used, which was counting down 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, whenever she needed to do something. Like when you're laying in bed and you know you have to get up, just counting down 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 and just doing it. Okay, Sam, we don't have a whole podcast to recap the whole thing. (laughs) Mel Robbins is a really great storyteller. She has a really interesting story and different things that she overcame. And the conversation was not only enjoyable to listen to, but has surprisingly simple hacks in it that have been really popular. And so... We particularly enjoyed this episode, and we will make sure to include it in our show notes. That's a much more concise version of what I was going to say, Michelle. And if any of you guys are into the spiritual realm, she was visited by a spirit, and she talks about that in the episode as well, which is super interesting and bone-chilling as well. Let us know if you take a listen, if you have any recommendations for our content corner, or if you have any bone-chilling events with spirits. DM us at our Instagram at statuspostadulting, email us statuspostadulting at gmail.com, send us a text, send it via pigeon. We would love to hear your feedback. And tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. Tell an enemy who you want to change themselves. This may have been a passive-aggressive podcast send from your enemy, but we want you to know that we still love you and appreciate you as a listener. 
we are all at different parts of this journey. But most importantly, be sure to listen next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo.